it even more. Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Danny. This is episode 236 for January 30th, 2020. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. I'm Nico. I'm Danny. Hey. What's up, guys? Not the real Danny. I am stunned that we are doing two shows in the same month. This is like a new record for us. I know. (laughs) Yeah, because our last one was the 16th, two weeks ago. In fairness, it has been an eventful month. It has. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. we had uh, what did we have? We had World War Three. Australia's on fire. <laughs> yeah, impeachment. Impeachment. Yeah, we got uh, the UFC. You know, the the next plague. Oh yeah, we're gonna die because of China. China's gonna kill us. Yeah. Do you know I have and an uncle that's currently stranded in Asia because of that? Oh really? Yes. I have a lot of friends who are currently in China actually, and other Asian countries as well. My uncle and his wife are vacationing in Vietnam. And I guess the only connecting flight home is through China, but they're trying to avoid going to China because of what's going on there. And like a lot of the reports are suggesting, you know, different things. Like some people are like, Oh yeah, it's totally fine over here. And that's probably like the China communist propaganda outlets. I would assume so. And then of course over here, it's like the, the, uh, World Health Organization is saying, "Yeah, like we're all going to die because of China." So yeah, and today, today you was know the- how I knew this was uh, worse than swine flu or all that other crap. Right away, I knew H one N one. Yeah, the the reason I knew it was worse is because when swine flu broke out overnight, the media was frantic, saying, "We're all going to die. We're all going to die." Right. When this one broke out, all the world leaders were like, "We have this under control. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry." <laughs> And that's when I started worrying. That's yeah. That's when I went out and got in the milk and bread. Well, today was the first confirmed case of person-to-person spreading in the United States. Yep. Uh, the wife uh, infected her husband, which, nah. Hot. Usually it's the other way around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> I <But>. meant babies. <laughs> in case that wasn't clear. <laughs> solid solid. Uh, but yeah so i don't i i'm not that worried about it yeah i i don't know what's what the hell's going on i don't know here's the other bit of news what that i heard about this go ahead it's not so much that the disease is so deadly not that it's not deadly it it is a bad disease but the bigger issue is that apparently in china they had cases about this way back in november and they didn't do anything. And, and the Chinese government didn't say anything. Right. And they didn't do anything. And so now the disease has had like four, like three months to incubate and spread. Yeah. And we can't catch up now. Well, and the thing was, they advertised too that, oh, we're going to shut down this Wuhan, the city of Wuhan. And they're, they're like millions fled the city before they shut it down. The day Wuhan, before. Wuhan yeah. is the group with uh, RZA and... Uh Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the Wuhan clan. Uh, the Wuhan clan. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean it's they they didn't say they were going to quarantine the city until like a week ago. I mean, uh-huh. this happened in November. This was 2 months. Well, the Chinese government was too busy censoring the NBA to give a shit. Right. <laughs> We're worried about what the Houston Rockets were tweeting about. Yeah. <laughs> they had a lot of things on their mind. 
I understand. It must be tough and they, being president. Easy G. mistake. Easy mistake. <laughs> and they think that it it came from those open air markets. Like it was it was spread from animals to humans in an open air market. Mm-hmm. Like stop eating raw snake. Stop eating raw mice. <laughs> How about let's start there. Well. <laughs> You've read a raw so, snake before. <laughs> I do you know, haven't. Do you, know, do you know what caused the SARS outbreak in uh, 2002? Uh, was that from bird? That was from bird. It was. It, it was open air markets well, in yeah. China. It was the exact same thing. <laughs> right. Well, in fairness, you've never had a raw snake either. Your girl. I usually, has, I usually cook my haven't. snakes first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but just don't do that shit. Like, well, eat I'm food. not gonna. I'm not gonna eat, attack eat. their culture. The problem is that they don't have proper, you know, FDA regulations. True. That's the issue. I mean, if someone told me, like, Nico, in order to stop the spread of this deadly disease, you would have to stop eating McDonald's french fries. I don't think I could do it. So I don't I don't know, like, how raw snake is, is incorporated or raw mice or whatever is incorporated into their diet. <laughs> you know, I ain't giving up. I don't think the food is the problem. Chips. It's... it's- it's the sanita- sanitariness of the food, maybe. Yeah, sure. Or, I mean, I don't really know. I wasn't there, but... Right. Yeah, no. It would also help if you had a government that didn't lie to you every two seconds. That I think that's... Yeah, too. that's sort of one of the problems. China's a mess, dude. That's at the At the moment, there. yeah. Yeah. There's just so many people. Like, this city of Wuhan had a population of 11 million people. 11 million. I've never heard of it before. Wuhan! <laughs> Literally, I mean, never it's heard. a capital city of one of their provinces. Yeah, never you know? heard of it. <laughs> no, never heard. Eleven of it. million people, dude. There's so is many it, people over there. Isn't that like the the size of Manhattan? Eleven million. Yeah, I think it's is, like eleven or twelve is Manhattan. Yeah. 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 So you have you have a city like Manhattan, <laughs> right? And never heard of it. Yeah. No, not even a thing. No, they're just packing so, them in like sardines over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's brutal. What a month. What a month it's been. Dude, what, what a, month. a month, dude. The 20s. What a decade. What a decade. <laughs> I know. This is the most insane decade already. If this, yeah. is, what we're, if this is what we can expect out of the rest of this decade, I, I would dare say that we are uh, in the middle of history, boys. You are yeah. so right. We have an impeachment trial. We have the third impeachment trial ever. We have the threat yeah. of World War Three. We have the biggest celebrity death of my lifetime, I think. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, this you is, know, I will say about Kobe, probably the most tragic celebrity death since, like, Princess Diane. Yeah, probably. Robin Williams. You know? Yeah, well, I would um, put Robin Williams up there. The, here's, the, here's the difference between Robin and, and Kobe, is that there was, like, an element of self-destruction to Robin. Right, and there was, and that was the case with all of them. It's like uh, Prince, like if you go far back enough to Elvis, uh, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, like they all yep. had their demons, and you like understood that eventually this is something that could happen. Like yep. even with Robin, there were reports of him like being in and out of rehab and stuff. But mm-hmm. with Kobe, it was just like nope, he was just healthy and fit and took care of himself and was just on his way to fucking basketball practice that was it you know so i think that, that's why it's most devastating yeah. I, I, and, and, and i can say as someone too. who's not even a huge basketball fan like i was just devastated you don't as have well. to be you, don't, you right. really don't have to be i just i grew up hearing that name every day in my household you know yeah i still scream it when i throw something in the t- uh, trash <laughs> right. can right kobe 
No, of course. No, you really don't have to watch basketball to be no. devastated by it. And then you hear this stuff with the little girl, too. And that that's just what makes it the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's like these three other little girls or two other little girls on the plane and their parents. Mm-hmm. And actually, the worst one was the, the girl who had both her parents on the plane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's got a brother and sister at home. Yeah. That was like the worst. Yeah, it was it was an awful, tragic, horrible accident. Um, no, I, no one was prepared for that. Oh, hopefully, February will be just as energetic, but maybe a little more positive. That's oh, just all that's what I'm hoping from here on out. So, yeah, have we, you know, ha, ha, has there been any talk of what caused besides the fog? The fog has got to be th- the major factor in this accident. Yeah. Yeah, it was the fog. I mean, I, well, I, I read today that they evidently missed the top of the hill by twenty to thirty feet. That's all it was—the difference between hitting the the hill and not hitting the hill. Wow! Uh, so it was like it was just a fraction of you know just one extra little turn on the on the uh, the piloting device, and that's that. Also, that helicopter generally they advise that two people uh-huh. should be driving it and not one flying it rather right two uh, pilots they also said that there was no uh ground sensor on this helicopter either that the faa should be requiring helicopters to have uh, uh, a ground proximity uh sensor helicopters so, are just wicked dangerous yeah i, I mean never- I, I always think about this too with like celebrities wealthy people you see like plane crashes and helicopter crashes are very common almost mm-hmm. like didn't harrison ford crash an airplane like a few years ago that he ago? was flying himself that he was yeah. flying right i mean yeah and that's just one of the it, it's leonard skinnerd half the band died in a plane crash mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah 100 percent. and crazy. while planes are generally safer than cars the, the reason is because of quantity right Oh, you're probably right, though. Yeah, because like rich people and famous people fly more than regular people. Uh, right. I, I have ridden on a helicopter once. I, I I really had no interest in getting on another one again. And, and this kind of even added to it. Like, I just I, I don't need that in my life. <laughs> when did you go on it? Uh, when we were in Vegas uh, a few years back. Oh, OK, we took the Hoover Dam tour. Did it freak you out when you were on it? You know, it it didn't. I you do feel like though that you're hanging from a pivot point above you, like you 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 have that sensation, right? Like you are. I don't being, like that. You're da- you're dangling from a point above you. It is a different feeling in a helicopter versus an airplane. Um, but yeah, I I have no reason to ever get on one. the The other interesting thing I was reading about too is, uh. Uh, if a helicopter loses, I mean, a lot of people assume that if a helicopter loses its engine, you're you're falling like a rock. Yeah, and that's totally not the case. If you have the altitude, you disengage the propellers from the engine, and you go into auto. They call it auto rotation landing. And what's happening is the propellers are catching air as you're falling like a rock, basically. And they're actually spinning up as you're falling. And at the last minute before you land, you pull up to get to use some of that lift and soften your landing. Uh, So a helicopter can land safely without an engine. I don't want to try it, though. It was it was something I never knew. How do you train for that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, but it's not something you, I want to practice in the backyard, you know, you have to have, style. You have to have the altitude and the time to disengage mm-hmm. the propellers from the engine. Right. Yeah, no, it, I don't want it, to try that out. But that yeah. that's actually really interesting that, that it yeah. can do that. Uh, but yeah, I have no interest in ever riding a helicopter again. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the stats are or whatever. I mean, after this story, it's like, yeah, I'll just take the car. Yeah. And, and the... There's just no reason to be up in the fog. Yeah. Well, they gave him clearance. I mean, it wasn't like he was in his personal, like, I mean, it no. was his personal plane, but I mean, it was yeah. it was out of an airport, like ground control yeah. gave him clearance to fly. Yeah. Oh, no. I, I understand that. So, but just, yeah, it's tough. It's a tough one. It's the worst. It really is. I was just sick on Sunday. I mean, I did 40 minutes about this on the podcast the other day, yeah. but I, I was... <laughs> I was just in a daze and I was texting Nick throughout the whole thing. I had like three different group chats going at the same time and I just kept like texting him the updates that I was seeing on Twitter. I'm like, oh, I was Rick. yelling at him. Yeah, I'm like, oh, Rick Fox is on the plane. <laughs> I, I think Rob, I was sending this to you too. I'm like, yeah, oh, Rick Fox yeah. is there. And then I then ABC, that fucking asshole on there was like, yeah, the four kids are on the plane. And I texted that to Nick and he's like, dude, just get the hell off of Twitter right now and just they- shut down. They suspended um, that guy on ABC, by the way. Good. I mean, they should have done more, I think. Yeah. Fucking douche. It's just... Anytime something like that happens, it's better to just phase out and come back. How about back. TMZ reporting on it before they told the family? Well, and that's the thing, right? TMZ is known for that kind of shit, but... Um, the reason that they don't report those things right away isn't because it's unconfirmed. It's because it's it's out of courtesy to yes. the fucking family. I mean... yeah. G- you wouldn't want to find you wouldn't want to find out on tmz i i heard though that harvey harvey said that they cleared it with kobe's people before they released it something what the police said though well that's what harvey had said the other day okay yeah that guy's always yeah (laughs) the most honest of journalists (laughs) the cronkite of our generation harvey levin (laughs) i'm a lawyer uh, hey, I, he got his start uh, being the interview person outside of the people's court. I remember it well. <laughs> I remember it well. Was he on with Wapner at the time? Yeah, I'm sure was he was. It, yeah, or was uh, it Ed Koch? Was it the Ed Koch version of of the people's court? Uh, it was probably the Wapner era. He was like late '80s. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I I just remember Wapner because of Rain Man. Judge, Judge Wapner. Wapner. Gotta watch Wapner. <laughs> Every day I had to watch the people's score. Oh court. my god. <laughs> Harvey Levin, what a weasel. What a weaselly organization. <laughs> They're the worst. I don't know. I give them a lot of credit for having all this fucking news all the time though, and they're rarely wrong. Rarely they are wrong. rarely wrong, but they definitely do engage in questionable ethics. Absolutely, but you can say that about every single fucking media outlet. Yeah, that's you true. You can't just single out TMZ. Every single media outlet sucks. Yeah. They're it, all garbage. It showed you that on Sunday. Sunday yes. was just on full display. That's, again, I don't even look at it until an hour, two hours later. Sometimes not until the next day, depending on what kind of situation's going on, you know? Yeah. You just don't bother. Yeah. It's too bad. Anyway. Yeah. There you go. A, Happy it, January. It, you had a very thoughtful podcast on an ego, I thought. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate very that. well spoken. Thank you. I try. It's literally my only job. When I do a podcast, got to be well spoken. 
Have you guys been keeping up with the impeachment much at all? It, Not too much. It's just such a bore to sit and fucking watch. It is really boring. Ah. Oh. And this that oh, like, also just goes to show how crazy January has been. Yeah. That impeachment is the least interesting thing. Isn't that yeah. funny? Happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe like the third or fourth biggest story of the month. <laughs> I just want I mean, witnesses. And I'm not like even taking a partisan stance. I just want to see a TV day of witness interrogation. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who it is. Bring whoever you want. Bring Bolton. Don't bring Bolton. Bring Biden. Bring Harvey don't bring Weinstein. Biden. Yeah. Bring, <laughs> yeah. Just bring him out. Just it, bring biz- out the dancing lobsters. <laughs> it's bizarre because somebody my age has now seen two impeachments in their lifetime. This won't be the last. And, and oh, before no. that, we went 130 years <laughs> without an impeachment. I'll tell you what, though, I don't remember the impeachment trial. I was two when it was happening in the Clinton one yeah. or three yeah. or whatever. But uh, that one seemed a lot more entertaining than this one. It it definitely was, and it got more news coverage, I feel like. Yeah. Well, it was more salacious. I mean, the fucking the fucking president got a beej in the Oval Office. Mm. You really know, quick, can you name one president that hasn't gotten a beej in the Oval Office? For, I mean, <laughs> it's a great true. <laughs> That's a great point. I, I, I think Kennedy was really a wholesome guy. I bet really you I could call on one guy. hand the number of presidents <laughs> that didn't get a blowjob in the Oval Office. <laughs> it's got to be the first thing you do. <laughs> I would imagine. Second thing you do is you open up the files in Area 51. <laughs> Third, you check the Zapruder film. Make yep. sure they didn't cut anything out of that. <laughs> and then, can, uh, you know. And then you, you pardon bomb, some turkeys. And you bomb <laughs> Iran. And then you're all right. set. Oh, my God. The pardon. Did you guys. I just saw this clip a few weeks ago when uh, Trump was pardoning the turkeys and he made the comment. Um, on the media. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we gotta find it. Wait, Trump commenting on the media? I know, right? What uh, biggest, and that's another thing about about Trump is that everything is just so boring in the age of Trump because everything got so Around. exciting, I guess, and crazy, and right. just everything's just been so surreal and insane that we're all numb to things that should be. Yeah, the, that's why impeachment, I think, has been so dull. You're just watching Adam Schiff just repeat the uh, same talking points over and over again all day. It's like it's bring someone a, in here that'll, that'll drop the F-bomb or something, you know? <laughs> I wish I had this ready. That doesn't even surprise but me anymore, though, butter, when people are dropping the F-bomb. I should note that unlike previous witnesses, you and I have actually met. It's very unusual. <laughs> Bread and butter were the name of the turkeys. Very unusual. What good names? I like that line, but oh, here it is. In any event, I expect this pardon will be a very popular one with the media. <laughs> After all, turkeys are closely related to vultures. I don't know if I like that line, but there is a little too soon. But today, I- <laughs> what I love about this clip. Is he had no idea what he was about to say. Right. Like, yeah, I don't had, know if I like that line. He wrote the that. first time he's reading that sentence. <laughs> it's the first time he's reading that. And he he's reading along, and you can tell where he goes, Oh God, I'm about to say vultures. What do I do? <laughs> like he had he saw vultures and he panicked a little bit. It's so funny. <laughs> In any event, I expect this pardon will be a very popular one with the media. 
After all, turkeys are closely related to vultures. I don't know if I like that line, but there is a little truth to it. But to- to me that when is he, brilliant. he fucking pauses and he's like oh shit i'm about to say this dude that is so meta that is andy kaufman meta right there that is so great <laughs> trump is reading a line that's supposed to be a laugh line and in real yeah. time realizes that the joke is gonna bomb yeah so he corrects oh, yeah. midstream that's incredible stuff oh my god that is so good which I, 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 here, here, but this is my theory about Trump, though, is that like I think he's a better comedian than he is a a, a, a politician. Actually, well, yeah. that's, what kind of sentence is that? He's definitely a better <laughs> comedian than he is a politician. <laughs> and I think he just read the line a, and he knew it would bomb because it's a horrible oh, yeah. joke. You know what's funny too is I think a lot of a lot of comedians would make better politicians. Oh, sir, I don't know if I like that line, but. <laughs> Pulling that audio to have. Oh, you better. I don't know if I like that line. I don't know if I like that line. <laughs> Add that to the soundboard. Oh, dude, that's good stuff. Oh, oh it, it, but it, it was somebody wrote that for him, put it in the prompter, and he he was just like, yeah, 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 that looks good. We'll we'll, we'll go with that. Because not he didn't having read a it. fucking clue. Yeah, not having a fuck. Not really reading it beforehand. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah we're gonna go with that. Puts it in the prompter and then gets out there and goes, oh, my God, I'm about to roast these guys hard. <laughs> in fairness, with all the other things going on, I think the lowest priority is checking the script for the turkey pardoning. <laughs> I imagine that's got to be. But what else is he doing? He doesn't read, like, you know, security briefings. <laughs> like, this is this is actually right in Trump's wheelhouse. The, the pardoning the you turkey think, You script. think he would prioritize that? You would think so. I mean, that's yeah. the, that's all he must do is just come up with roasts for the media. That's what he does all day <laughs> is come up with like insults and nicknames. It's his favorite activity. A little shifty Adam like Schiff. That that's what he does. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. Yeah, I am surprised. You should have read this over. You might be oh. onto something. He's also God. like funnier than anyone in his administration. You can tell. Oh, yeah. He's definitely funnier than any of them. Melania's Melania's standing next to him in this video clip and she's just like oh boy (laughs) (laughs) you know what I was thinking about the other day how did this not get bigger coverage Melania literally stole Michelle Obama's speech at the 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 fucking Republican convention and no one said anything nope just well, stole the entire speech. She can barely speak English. How are you going to expect her to write one in English? No, but I was thinking that I was like, just I don't know, sitting around and thinking about Melania, and I'm like, yeah, she literally repeated Michelle Obama's speech word for word. Uh-huh. It was the same one. Uh, I uh, just that that turkey pardoning clip just got me, and I just saw that a few weeks back. That's a stupid tradition. That's up there with the uh, Easter egg roll on the uh, on the front lawn. I would rather watch the president like live butcher a turkey. <laughs> oh, good call! Like slaughter it and yeah, everything. You know. Uh, let's go back point. to our roots. Yeah, let's see that. in this country. Ben Franklin wanted the national bird to be a turkey. He did. He did. And they're like, "That's yeah, too ugly." So we're going with the, we act like that guy's so smart. Eagle. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Here's an idea. Let's pick the bird without any hair. That's a beautiful looking thing. <laughs> no, it is. It is bizarre to have impeachment. You know, twice in a in a lifetime. I guess. Back to my original point. Yeah, I think it's going to ramp up a lot more, though. Oh yeah. I don't think that will be bizarre anymore. No, yeah, I, I don't think, think be- so. But you know, it was like I said, it was 130 years between. Uh, was it uh, Andrew Johnson and? Yep. Clinton? Well, there's a lot of factors. One of them is just that people can't get away with shit like they used to. No. You know, we have with the internet and the amount of news coverage we have, and you, you can't get away with shit. You can't get away with anything. Um, I I just don't ever see a president ever being removed through impeachment, especially anymore in in such a divided and partisan world. Well, and that's I mean, the second factor. We're more partisan than we've ever been. True. Yeah, true. What, I I would thought about this. I was reading something. Do you think like Nixon would have been impeached had they gone or been removed had they gone forward with impeachment? He would have been the closest one. Yeah. But I also think that the the difference, the main difference between Nixon and Trump is that Nixon was the type who would resign. Mm-hmm. And Trump yes. is the type who would fight tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. That's true. And if Nixon was the type who would fight tooth and nail, he might have gotten away with it, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know how partisan things were in 1972 or whenever it was, 73, 74. Uh, but yeah, now, no, there's no chance. There's no Mm -mm. shot. And everybody's just going through the motions. It's such a strange thing. And I think that's why the TV coverage is so boring. And like all these hearings, I mean, it's just the same question over and over again. And everyone's answering it the same way. And like, no one's mind is being swayed by this. Like, do you see anybody at home, like watching this and thinking different? Nobody's mind can be swayed by anything anymore. Yeah, I guess. I because guess. we all we also another factor we're guilty of this right now at this very moment <laughs> tell me james carvel <laughs> everybody thinks that everyone gives a shit about other people's opinions oh good yeah. point they're, people are listening to us but let me tell you something they don't give a shit what we have to say no they're, they're trying to pass the time they're <laughs> driving to work they're they're waiting for us to make some dick jokes <laughs> right they don't give a shit what we think are you no. kidding me why should they who the um, hell are we? Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, there are but certain people... But everybody thinks that their opinion's important. Maybe. There are certain people I go to, though, where I feel like I trust their opinion more than others. I mean, I know I'm certainly not that person for anyone, but I, there, there's definitely... There, there are, like, authorities I trust on things. Sure. I, I just don't think any of them are engaged with the impeachment thing right now. Well, the fact that everybody has a Twitter, though, and everybody can go and say whatever they want on Twitter... Right. You know... It makes certain opinions less relevant when everyone has an opinion. When everyone right. has an opinion, no one has an opinion. But really. the thing is, we everybody does. Everybody shouldn't have a voice. Sorry. <laughs> we wow. Just, there's Hot just, take from Rob. Just which people, Rob? Tell me which people shouldn't have a voice. Be as specific <laughs> as possible. Oh. It's just, I don't know. I, it's just irritating, all the differing opinions, and no one will ever change their... No one will ever be open enough to change their mind. No. No. Well, if I, But the thing is, if I heard some compelling evidence, I would like to think that I would change my mind, that Trump needs to be removed. 
but at the same time, it's just been done so shadily. I don't know. I it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, it, you're you're 100 right. It doesn't matter because it's not going to happen anyway. No. Yeah. I it, it if our government no was constructed so poorly that one man can doom the entire planet, right? There's a problem already that yep. needs to be addressed that has nothing to do with Trump. You know what I yeah. mean? That's an excellent point. Yeah. Right. The fact that Congress gave so much power to the executive branch over the past 200 years was a big fucking mistake. And they mm-hmm. they just didn't want to have to, you know, run a reelection campaign knowing that they voted to go to war, you know? Right. So it's their own damn faults. And I don't know. It's just it's. Man, <laughs> if, if 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 Trump could literally destroy our planet, we need to address the system, right? And nobody's interested in doing that. No, no. Yeah, I, 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 that's actually a pretty good point. I like that point because incredible. because everybody else wants to be the person that can get in there and destroy the planet. They want <laughs> no, no, no. They want yeah. their guy to get in and be able to destroy the planet. They just don't want the other guy to be in, be in there well, and be able to destroy the planet. And let me be planet. clear: if you made me president tomorrow, I would do a much worse job. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No. First of all, no, you wouldn't. I mean, maybe you, don't you think would. So? I, no, probably not. No. Nah. I, I, I mean, first of all, Trump doesn't do anything. Let's be very clear. Trump is not doing. Anything. I don't know if I like that line. He yeah. does. <laughs> he does one thing I wouldn't be able to do, and that's make a decision. Right. All I have a Trump, hard enough time deciding what I want to eat. Donald Trump is Roger Ebert. He is thumbs up, thumbs down on yeah. everything. That's what he does. Is they like bring gladiator? It, yeah. It's Bolton will come up to him or whoever happens to be in charge of national security at the time in that revolving door. Or it's Mad Dog Mattis or whatever. And, and they're just like, yo, you want to bomb Syria? And he's like, sure or no. And they move on. That's all it is. I mean, he's not actually doing anything. So I think do you, you can also bomb do that. Syria? Yes or no? Circle no, your no choice. There's no conversation about it. No pros and cons. No. It's like bubble in your answer. It's Every like morning pa- he takes a Scantron he sheet. He doesn't want to know. He doesn't no. care. It's like you're passing that note to that girl that you like in elementary school. Will you be my girlfriend? Yeah. Check yes or no. <laughs> Mine was always uh. yes or hell yes. And I didn't get a circle oh, anytime. Loophole, motherfucker. <laughs> this is how I'll trick her into kissing me. <laughs> yeah. Because oh that's, that's what every girl wants to hear, being tricked into kissing you. <laughs> Those were my playground ploys. <laughs> you were Harvey Weinstein of fucking elementary oh school. God. Just fucking tricking women into kissing you. You I know, I really Weinstein don't. tricked anybody. Let me be very clear. <laughs> you know, I don't think I, there was any trickery. I, I really think he locked the door and pulled out a gun. <laughs> I don't think there's any tricks there. Oh, pretty, that's, a, that's a trick, having a gun. It's pretty black and white. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> I really didn't want to kiss him, but <laughs> my only options were yes and hell yes. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, no, it didn't work out. <laughs> didn't work out. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, Trump. No, yeah. I I just keep... I, I, I 
try to explain this to people when it comes to Trump. He really doesn't care. I mean, he's just no. in it to be famous. This was just a stepping stone to be famous. He doesn't have an agenda. The people around him do, but I really don't think he does. Like he went to that woman's march thing last week or not the, the I'm sorry, not the woman's march, the uh the march for life. Abortion. The, yeah. yeah, the pro-choice or pro-life thing. Um and he's just like, yeah, I'm the first president to ever do this. I guarantee you Trump doesn't care about abortion. I he gar- would go to an abortion march yeah, if, he, if he was the first one to do it. All he cares is that he's the first guy to go. That's it. There's there's no agenda beyond that. Yeah, but every, he also every, has constituents. Every, but, he has people, but he has people around him to tell him which events he should and shouldn't do. Every president wants to be the first at something. They they feel like they have to leave their mark on the office. Yes, but I'm I want just a president. Saying, those I want are the types of stories who doesn't that he want to leave a mark. I yeah. want another Calvin Coolidge. That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. We need someone unremarkable. Doesn't want the job. Just stumbles into it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're, are you telling me we need a designated survivor? <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. Jack Bauer for president. Oh my god! Oh my god. Gotta do it. Um. Yeah. What else is going on in the world besides impeachment? I watched the UFC fight a couple weeks back. Oh yeah, you did want to get on your soapbox oh, about this. God, what a colossal waste of time! Did you guys watch it? No, because it was a colossal waste of time. Oh my god! I blinked col- and it was over. I mean, colossal like- <laughs> waste of time, a colossal waste of money. Thank God I didn't spend a dime on it. You got to go to like your local uh, fucking Dave and Buster's or whatever. Yeah, it's called the barn. It's called the cows and the chickens. There's no (laughs) Dave and Buster's over there. A buddy of mine bought it on pay-per-view. Oh, Oh. I know. But he shared it with uh, three other friends in three other towns. So, I mean, they split it. 20 bucks each or whatever. So I got a text from Rob at like one in the morning. He's like, you up? And I thought, oh, no, there's an emergency. What happened? Sound like a booty call to me. (laughs) No, Rob's never up. He's like, I, you know, I got to talk to you about something. I'm like, oh, shit. What happened to Rob? Passing another kidney stone at one in the morning and I got to talk him through it. (laughs) uh, He's like, yo, did you see that McGregor fight? I'm like, no, Uh, dude. Like, if the fight can fit in a gif, it's not a real fight. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But why is there such this lead up to this huge fight of what was it supposed to be five rounds? Yeah, whatever it is. I don't know. So and it's why don't you guys walk me through the fight? Because I actually don't know what happened. OK, so Conor McGregor is, uh, you know, the biggest star in UFC. Right. I know um, who he is. Yep. And he lost colossally a couple years ago. And then he went and he tried fighting Floyd Mayweather and, you know, tried winning his first boxing match against the greatest boxer of all time. And we all know how that went. Right. Um, and then returned to UFC, got his ass kicked and was like, uh, all right, here's the big comeback. Oh, also, didn't he like beat someone up on a tour bus or something? Yeah. Yeah. There was like a whole He's thing got- and they were going to ban him for life. Yeah. Dana White was like, yeah, we're banning you. But anyway, so he, he goes away and then this is his big comeback and they set it up. And uh, the fight lasted all of 41 seconds. 40. 4-0 is the official time. Okay, yeah. He, he just knocked the guy out in 40 seconds. Yeah. McGregor did? Yeah. Yeah. Punched him with his shoulder, basically. Right. <laughs> did like a little like hair flip, like Lizzo yeah. did at the Grammys. 
<laughs> Which I think would have worked just as well, by the way. But they get tangled up and are kind of hugging each other, and McGregor just takes his shoulder and breaks his fuck the other guy's fucking nose <laughs> in one. Now I'm serious. Breaks his fucking nose in one shoulder punch, and the son of a bitch goes down. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, it was such a lead up. Like it's eleven o'clock at night in Central Time Zone when this fight finally starts. It's like Christ Almighty started at eight for fuck's sake. No, you can't do that. Boxing and and that are always late night things. Because ah. it's in Vegas, right? Didn't they? Yeah, play it's in, in Vegas? Vegas. Let me tell you yeah. something else. That is why Vince McMahon of WWE is a billionaire. Yep. Because his fights the, don't end in 40 seconds. Well, and when they do, he brings out, you know, scantily clad women. It's true. To wrestle each other for whatever, however long. Hmm. I didn't know He's the XFL was you back, know? too, by the way. What's that? The XFL is back. Coming back next week. Wow. The XFL, no, I, wow. I did not know that. No Jesse Ventura this time, though. I was governor. <laughs> <laughs> a Navy SEAL. A fighter. <laughs> no, I watched the XFL doc 30 for 30 on ESPN. I thought it was really fucking interesting. Yeah. Um, the XFL, it's not going to last. No, no, it's doomed to fail they once trying? again. Because why? Vince, Vince is nuts. That's why. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. You don't know how big Vince McMahon is in Connecticut, Rob, because that's actually where WWE is based. Right, his wife uh, ran for office there in Connecticut. Linda McMahon unsuccessfully yeah. several times yeah. ran yeah. for Senate, and I swear, I think like every other TV advertisement was for Linda McMahon that yeah. year. It was crazy how much money they had to spend on advertising. She she lost more spectacularly than Hillary Clinton. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. She she lost more <laughs> unsuccessfully than the Undertaker in the latest WWE. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, I have no idea about wrestling. I don't watch. Nah, I um, don't either. I used no, but, to. I grew up watching it. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. What is the draw to it? Honestly, I, and I ask the same question Rob, about UFC. It's a I, soap honestly, opera. No, I. I fine it's so fucking like wwe is so fucking fake it's a soap opera and even ufc is real and it's it's just horrific to watch yeah we really gotta have a conversation about ufc you know everybody's like the yeah problem football's is neither killing you two are people ver- you two aren't very masculine that's part of the issue <laughs> <laughs> you're right all right good point <laughs> please tell Watching- me more don johnson <laughs> Watching Titans beat each other to a pulp is a very man thing to do. Yeah. Ta- tell us about what it's like to have big balls, too, Nick. <laughs> Just lay Fantastic. your dick out on the table. Just get it over with already, all right? Just show us, for God's sake. Show us your raw snake. Follow me on Twitter for dick pics. Okay. Uh, maybe now you'll finally get some followers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I UFC, I really don't understand it's mental cases beating the shit out of each other i just don't think it looks cool no it really when you watch boxing first of all the thing about boxing is more often than not the fight's going to go at least six rounds there's not going to be a knockout in 10 seconds so at least when you're paying a hundred bucks for the mayweather fight you get your money's worth ufc could be over in 10 seconds and a lot of Mm -hmm. these fights seem to end in like 10 seconds remember when ronda rousey got knocked out it was like nine yeah, they just kicked her right in the face and it was over. Yep. Um, so like they end right away, and also I just don't think they look cool. 
when you watch a boxing match, there's like a flow to it. And when a big punch is landed, it, it means something. When you watch UFC, it's just like grown men hugging each other and yep. trying to knee each other in the in the solar plexus. I don't get it. I'm at, I am with you in, in all honesty. I don't watch UFC. Um, I do like Joe Rogan on there, though. <laughs> I like that yeah. Joe Rogan does the commentary. That That makes me laugh. Joe Rogan's such a bizarre case because on Fear Factor, he was just like some dude who hosted Fear Factor. Yeah. And now he's turned into this like cult of personality. He's turned into Barbara Walters. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he's like the premier interviewer in the world. It's so weird. How did that happen? I don't know. He was literally some man. guy who's like, all right, now you got to eat some bull testicles. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to drink some cow semen. <laughs> you're gonna jump out of a plane while covered in tarantulas go <laughs> great show but yeah you're right that's all he was mm-hmm. i i think what it is i don't know i'm i don't listen to rogan consistently but i i listen when there's like a good interview like robert downey jr was just on two weeks ago yeah i listened to part of that one i have to listen like the biggest movie star in the world is on this stupid podcast um I, I just think he's the most curious human being on, on the planet. And he's legitimately curious about what your answer is after he asks mm-hmm. the question. And I think yeah. people can sense that because most interviewers are not that way. I think most interviewers, he, when they ask you a question, they have some sort of agenda or they expect a certain answer out of you. And they're asking the question in order to elicit that answer. But when you listen to Joe Rogan, he's just really curious about what you think about something and he's listening and he adapts and that's just really refreshing there's not enough like interviewers like that he yeah and he's just your everyday man like your everyday guy like he asks the questions that you know joe sixpack would ask <laughs> but it's not even that though because there's a lot of joe, joe sixpacks on the internet you, you're joe you're right to a certain extent but i actually <laughs> think it's more noble than that i still think like joe sixpack if they asked a question they're going to expect a certain answer out of you they're not asking cuz they actually want to ask it yeah with with him there is a legitimate curiosity about your diet plans about your philosophies surrounding religion about your political stances like he really wants to know and i mark maron's another one i think those two are the best two interviewers mm-hmm. probably in the world right now because they both really want to know like what's up howard stern too is another one he and really the guy from hot ones of course that guy too he's fantastic <laughs> i don't care what anyone says he's incredible <laughs> that guy is so high all the time I love that dude. <laughs> oh my god. One of the best shows on the internet. Oh, the best show on the internet. No doubt about it. A Massachusetts Massachusetts cereal pooper has been busted. Betoigaloids? Hear- <laughs> what? what the <laughs> fuck did you just say? Betoigaloids. A Massachusetts. Massachusetts. What is what? Oh my god! Try it again. This woman, this woman was uh, busted for allegedly turning a store parking lot into her own personal potty, pooping there a staggering eight times in roughly a month. <laughs> Is that staggering? <laughs> staggering, staggering eight times. <laughs> uh, you guys got eight see a month this. a lot? I don't know. It's twice yeah, a I week. I feel like as far as rogue shitters go, that's pretty rookie. Uh, there, you got to see her. Her. I, uh, I love that shot. that article just popped up over Rob's face <laughs> <laughs> on Skype. I've never seen that before. Oh, uh, wouldn't you know it? It's the New York Post. Yep, the paper of record strikes again. 
A cop Anytime. allegedly a cop allegedly uh, caught her letting her bowels loose on the <laughs> out of the door of her 2008 Lincoln just before 7 a.m. Is there a better paper than the New York Post? No. no. I mean, their headline writers get paid more than their actual writers. Is this woman <laughs> like the writer on the shitter beat? <laughs> Is there like know. a public defecator reporter? I don't know. Because I feel I, like I I've it. seen 10 stories like this on the New York Post. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you, the New York Post judges a story, uh, judges a story's newsworthiness based on the headline that they can write. Right. They don't care about the actual content of the article. I use, I use the New York Post as my breaking news app. Like, it's the best app to have for breaking news. It's halfway relevant. <laughs> sure, if you need to know when a lady shits in a parking lot. No. <laughs> <laughs> breaking. <laughs> but the last line of this article is, last year, New Jersey's superintendent was out as, outed as a school's mystery pooper. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of breaking news is that? <laughs> this pooper intendant of schools is getting a lot of crap after oh! he was caught in the act. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the post. Uh, Probably one of my favorite newspapers. They, but in they all seriousness. They really do send uh, notifications that are... I'm gonna know, be honest, I don't read relevant. any of their articles. I literally just read the headlines. Like, Here's a, a notification from 27 minutes There's ago. No the State point. Department issues a do not travel advisory for China. All right. That sort of counts as news. Sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure them. you could subscribe to any paper's breaking news and you would get the same articles. from. No, you wouldn't because you, you subscribe to CNN and you get uh, Hillary Clinton farted in public today. <laughs> <laughs> CNN is not a newspaper, Rob, or a news station. Well, that's why you need the New York Post, though, because exactly. I guarantee you CNN does not have a guy on the public defecation beat. That's not no. a thing. <laughs> also, you need a little bit of page six every once in a while. Yeah. Who well, hasn't perused that's page true. six just in the need of a laugh? Every day. <laughs> Let's take a look at some of Natalie O'Neill's other headlines, by the way. Uh, Taylor Swift k- skipped the Grammys because they couldn't guarantee she win. Uh, yeah. And by the way, she did not win. Uh, nope. Mike Bloomberg's big gay ice cream gaffe. Did you see that video? No. <laughs> what? Oh my god. I did see Mike Bloomberg attempting to shake a dog's face. Oh, I didn't see that video, but I heard about he, it. He like reached out for a handshake and the dog like opened his mouth and he started shaking its snout as though it was uh-huh. a hand. <laughs> How senile do you have to be? <laughs> uh, How much okay. Alzheimer's do you have to have? Where's my ice cream? Ah, thank you. Mmm. Big gay ice cream is the best. <laughs> what? Big gay ice cream is the best. <laughs> is that a Mike Can Cox you, line? What what is the context, Rob? <laughs> is that is that ad endorsed by Paul R. Nelson? <laughs> I'm Paul R. Nelson. <laughs> Uh, the, cl- the campaign clip uh, was posted on Bloomy's official Twitter account. Shows the Democratic presidential hopeful stiffly nibbling it at a scoop of ice cream uh, before offering up a joyless, a joyless mmm. The clip is likely part of the former New York mayor's push to highlight his support of LGBTQ groups, but it left the internet wondering if the billionaire actually knows how to eat ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the scandal there. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I'm very confused. You're telling me he said big gay ice cream to appeal to LGBT voters? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the video is titled Mike Loves Big Gay Ice Cream. Was posted what is gay ice cream? Can <laughs> someone explain that to me? <laughs> it's an idea. <laughs> what is gay ice cream? It's gay ice cream. It's ice cream that lives an alternate lifestyle, bro. <laughs> Nick, come on. Uh, I need to understand this. I'm not over what? the Massachusetts pooper, by the way, because I'm reading this article and it's pretty yeah. fascinating. Right? Have you seen the, the mugshot, first of all, Nick? No. She's crying at it. It's unbelievable. It is. You have to see this mugshot. Here's the line from the investigators on the scene. Uh, <laughs> this is Lieutenant Kara Rossi. <laughs> at first, workers thought it was an animal, but then they noticed toilet paper and other wipes. <laughs> items animals would not have access to. <laughs> Police spokesperson said that. <laughs> That's an official statement from the police spokesperson. Oh man! They also refer to her as a pillar of society. Yes. The grocer's arraignment Wednesday. Her lawyer called her quote a pillar of the community. Well, she's a pooper. She's the mad pooper. Everyone has their dark secrets. <laughs> I can safely say I've never pooped anywhere other than a toilet. I pooped in the woods once. Yeah, I've pooped in the in the woods. Once. Really? What'd you never use to again. wipe? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a rough day. <laughs> well, now you have to talk about it. <laughs> you must tell this story. What happened? I had to use a sock. Oh! <laughs> I didn't keep them. <laughs> I don't think anybody was wondering if you did. <laughs> well, the look Nico was giving me. <laughs> I would have like, thrown them away, but they were my bombas. I had to keep them and watch no, I them. will say, there was something um, interesting about being able to put your hand inside the sock. Oh. And have no regard, no worry. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just get the full surface area of your right. hand. Right. <laughs> and I only have two socks, so I really have to make it count, you know? <laughs> wait, so wait, why were you in the woods? I was running for running practice, and I just couldn't hold it in. I was like six miles away from a toilet that I could use. <laughs> oh, my God. Was this in high school? Yeah. Why were you six miles away from a toilet? I was at cross-country practice. You run six miles away? Yeah. It's cross-country. <laughs> I guess literally. It's what Forrest Gump did. See, why they call no, it our, coach, our coach, Berard, used to keep toilet paper in his sock for these types of cases, but I never did that. So, joke's on me. <laughs> <laughs> also, I got to imagine running while also having to shit is terrible. Oh. Well, that's why I pulled over and, you know, because <laughs> there's no sphincter muscles that are doing any work. Uh. Dude, that's brutal. When did you shit in the woods, Rob? <laughs> oh, I, li I lived in the country. I'd be out playing and I wouldn't want to go in. So I'd <laughs> drop my sh my fucking shorts and shit wherever I was. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking animal. Oh, Rob. my God. You're an yeah. animal. <laughs> I lived in the country. What does that mean? <laughs> How would you clean it up? 
Um, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like I'm taking giant adult shits. <laughs> it's like a seven year old. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw caution to the wind. <laughs> This is shocking news. Uh, yeah, I've, I've. I don't believe it. More than once. More, than, I guess. Yeah. Wow, dude. Yeah, I would just be outside playing, and I'd be like, ah, I don't want to go in and have to take off my shoes. Because mom would always make you take off your shoes when you came in from outside. So the Such it, a chore. The, oh, it is. It's a horrific chore. <laughs> what a chore. Oh, taking off the shoes. Taking off the shoes and then having to go to the bathroom, you know. Now, see, if, if Rob had Crocs when he was a kid, that'd be a different story. <laughs> yeah. And you got to yeah, wash your hands. Crocs back in the day. I love how you were just domesticated enough to always be wearing shoes outside, but not domesticated enough to take the shit indoors. Because we have Sambers, and Sambers hurt. What the fuck is... What's a Samber? What's a Samber? They are... So they're they're, uh, like a plant that have prick... They're like little... Uh, they're about the size of a pea, but they have about 10 or 15 like needles on them. Okay. That's a Samber. Look it up. Is it like a hitchhiker? That's Give what we it a call Google. them? Uh, it could be a hitchhiker, yeah. What's a hitchhiker? It's a plant that you walk around and it gets like stuck to your clothes yep. and follows you. Yep. They call them. That's why we call them hitchhikers. But these these have like uh we also had the cuckleburs. They were about the same size, Whoa. but they had four <laughs> They had four needles on them in a, in a triangle shape. And you watch your friends get pricked by them as you jerk off. Cuckleburs. Is that what they are? Yes. Cucklebirds. Cucklebirds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, plants are so horny. <laughs> they are. Cock- I guess we call them cucklebers here, but they're cocklebur. A cocklebur. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most juvenile podcast we've ever done. <laughs> we spent like 30 minutes talking about like Trump, <laughs> and now we're just talking about cocklebirds. <laughs> We are the political voices of the future. We are. I can't believe we had the balls to think we were qualified to talk about John Bolton. Yep. And then we just transitioned right into the Massachusetts shitter. (laughs) Just shitting in the woods. Shitting in the woods using your sock and cockle. At least I was civilized. Oh my god. You know what, Rob? I want you to know that when I shit outside, I had to take my shoes off. So <laughs> Amateur. You fucking amateur. I had to make sure there were no cockle birds under me before I took a shit. <laughs> well, that's a serious thing. You wouldn't want one of those poking you in the anus. <laughs> Uh, every time I answer a question uh, with yes, I'm just gonna say, "Does Rob shit in the woods?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, my new idiom. 
Nico, are you into Cuckleburg? <laughs> Does Rob shit in the woods? <laughs> oh. oh my god. Anyway. Wow. These are closely related to a vultures. I don't know if I like that line, but uh, uh, any other uh, horny plants that we uh, grew up with? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure this all goes back to me being touched as a child. But <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> oh man, that's funny stuff. Um. So uh, yeah, what, what else is new, Nick? What's going on in your life? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure he's oh. going to recover from our conversation tonight, but I ordered more Uber Eats today in my continual Uber Eats obsession. What did you order from Uber Eats today? A sandwich. From where? Uh, it's a place called Jersey Mike's. Oh, I know Jersey Mike's. Yeah. I've heard of it. Good sandwiches. Good thing. Good sandwiches. They have that around here. You know, I, I get really um, insecure when I order Uber Eats. Why? Why? Because so I work from home, so I'm working all day, you know, and I, I work probably, I work like 12 hours a day. I mean, but don't rub it. When I order Uber Eats and then I go out in like my sweatpants and I go grab the food, I always feel insecure, especially on like a weekday where they're out working, driving around and they're looking at me thinking this schlub doesn't do shit. Right. <laughs> it's some trust fund kid. He's right. like using his daddy's money. Jeffrey Lebowski over here just <laughs> ordering Jersey Mike's. <laughs> I feel it. No, but look, and man. If there's you something can... about someone else like bringing me food in their personal vehicle. Oh, right. And I just walk out and meet them at the last second. Right. It's not about pajamas. that. Yeah. I think everyone should work in their pajamas if they could, though. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you can do work from your pajamas in your bed, snuggled under the covers, why not? I agree. It's America, bro. America. Um, but did you see know, that barstool you- sports sold for four hundred fifty million dollars? By the way, what? Or I guess Who? they sold the minority stake for one hundred and fifty million, but it was a four fifty evaluation. Who bought it? I just thought to myself, wow, that's America. Um, yeah. Uh, Penn Sportsbook. It's like a casino. Really? Yes. Interesting. What are they buying? What are they buying? They're buying the website. I don't know. They're buying the brand. I mean, isn't that weird? They're huge. Yeah, they are I know, huge. but when, when you... It's the idea of like selling... Like a social media account, for example, to me, is weird and shady. Yes. It's like, you're literally, imagine somebody has a social media account all about, you know, their favorite chocolate. I don't know. And they get a million followers who follow them because they want the latest chocolate news. Mm. And then... I gotta uh, follow some chocolate Instagram accounts mm-hmm. now that you mentioned Right. <laughs> and then, what happens is, uh, fucking uh, Caramel buys that social media account and just starts pushing caramel news down right. everyone's throats. That's dirty. I don't like that. That's Facebook. <laughs> Ugh, I don't like that, Rob. Rob, I don't like that. You've literally explained Facebook. <laughs> yeah, but it I don't, it's weird. not about it. It's weird, right? Like the fact oh, that yeah. you can sell like essentially a social media account and a couple websites. 
I mean, couldn't you say whatever. the same thing about a television network, though? Sure. Like, you might be watching NBC your entire life because you like Thursday night sitcoms, and then a, you know NBC gets bought out, and all of a sudden they start airing Law & Order episodes. So, like... Maybe it's a little weirder to me because I do social media and websites. Yeah. So, like, the idea of, like, you know, too many thoughts media.com, if we sold that one day to someone else and they just started putting God knows what on there, Who that'd cares? be weird to me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fairness, only one of us on the call has ever sold a website before. So. Yeah. <laughs> I got my money and left. <laughs> <laughs> You want to help me out, Rob, actually? <laughs> Too many thoughts, media.com. Who wants it? And the bidding yeah. starts at $15. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, you're right. It does. It does feel a little weird. But I just think that we're in this modern age where uh, we're just not used to it. We're not used to websites well, and like, blogs being a commodity. I it's mean, like, yeah, you're not buying the brand. You're actually buying the following. Yeah. Right. Oh, and no, that's that, what's weird to me. That's, but when I sold Reality Fan Forum, I, first off, I did not make a lot of money. We're not talking about any sort of life. I couldn't buy a used car with what I got to the <laughs> message board. But it was, it, I, I felt like I was selling something tangible. I was selling the community, the, the history, the, yeah, but it, yeah, I mean, it, I was selling, you know, something that doesn't physically exist. It's, you know, bits in the in, on a server somewhere. Right. And that could uh, theoretically be easy to replicate. Yeah. You know, Reality Fan Forum, if you came up with it today, would be a Facebook group. Right. Exactly. Um, and, no, and, you're 100% right. But, and the weird thing is, we were just actually looking at this and talking about this off air, Rob and I, a couple months ago, but the traffic now has been remarkable on mm-hmm. on RFF. Yeah. Um, and I do think there's something to be said for like legacy media and a learned behavior among audience members to just go to the same site over and over again because that is their site. Yeah. You know? Uh, and I think that's the case with Barstool. Barstool has a podcast or two that I think captured a certain audience's attention. And now all they'll ever listen to for the next 30 to 40 years is Barstool Sports, whatever podcast they put out. And you think, oh, that's so easy. I could literally in my house make something to the level of a Barstool Sports podcast. But I can't really because they've done the work on the branding. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ringer, right. they're trying to do the same We've thing. We've tried. I think the, the, the Ringer, <laughs> we're might, trying right now. <laughs> yeah, the, the Ringer might sell to Spotify for two hundred million dollars. I saw that, uh, which is insane. That site just started like four years ago, and all of their revenue are podcasts, mm-hmm. and they're podcasts that again, like we make on this website that I think are fairly close in quality. I don't think it's exactly that, but it's it's really uh i don't know it's a it's a weird thing because it's the wild west and it's not like as you said a physical space that you're buying if you buy nbc you're buying 30 rockefeller center and you're buying all of these physical uh networks these affiliates the satellites the real estate on tv now you're just buying a couple twitter accounts and podcast feeds yeah i i'll tell you this much i know i was at a huge disadvantage being in nebraska when rff was coming up yeah I, I mean i had i had some opportunities uh if i was living in la or new york 
that if I had been there, uh, would have changed my life, I think. But I wasn't. Yep. I, I was here in Nebraska. And, and I think a lot of that is location and knowing uh, you know, that networking, obviously. I mean, that's a huge part of any job. Um, but no, there were some big opportunities that were just physically not possible for me sitting in the middle of the nation. Like what? Uh, I was invited multiple times to, it was always last minute, but to the Survivor finales. Yeah. You know, I, I, I could have been there. And that was before anybody else had a podcast right. talking about Survivor, except what were their names? Oh, Joanna God. Stacy. Oh, God. Yeah. She was such a fucking monster. <laughs> <laughs> Although they were sweet people. They were sweet people. They were sweet. They were always sweet to the, the fans. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there were things like that, that, you know, had I been there, I I think, yeah, I I would have made connections that would have catapulted into something completely different. Yeah. I mean, you you still talk to them on the phone every week. It was always like you had the interviews. Oh yeah. They were pretty good with you about those until the end when they were. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Well, the reason that they weren't at the end is because. Uh, after we had been podcasting for seven years, everyone else decided to do the same thing. Right. So how, I mean, it's not fair to knock those other guys out just, you know, because they want to get their, their name out there. They want to get the press out there. So they tried to include everybody. But that's just not a feasible way of conducting interviews having no. 20 people on a conference call no and expecting you know you get two questions in there and everybody's airing yeah. the same press conference it made no yep. sense to me it actually no. it felt a lot like a tv press conference after a sporting event yeah where it's just 20 reporters that are shouting questions at one person and yep. everyone has the same scoop yeah yeah it just didn't feel feasible except when rob sesternino gets them for an hour next the next right. week yeah <laughs> That's yeah. what really pissed me off. But again, that was just because I didn't know. Th- I, I wasn't able to make those connections because of where I was. Yeah. Yeah. Here we it's are. Reminiscing, world. Like the good old days. <laughs> I've never heard any of this before, by the way. Fucking Rob has a podcast. <laughs> that fucking thieving piece of shit. That's all I'll say. Who had a goddamn inappropriate bell long before oh, that? Oh, this was fuck. a scandal. What a piece of fuck. I think this was actually my fault. I, I, do, I, do you? Okay, let, let me have an argument with you now. I mean, no, actually, I do think this So <laughs> This was like in the glory days of my uh, reality TV show podcast listening. Um, I, uh, I, I listened to Rob as a podcast, and I listened to Rob and Trevor every week, and I was mm-hmm. always in the chat room. And so, okay, let me, we got to explain this to Nick now. Uh, <laughs> Rob Sister Nino is a former Survivor contestant who was on a the two, show twice. A two-timer, yeah. Was on uh, Amazon and All-Stars and was a very popular contestant when that happened. And just a piece of shit. No, oh, we'll just say that. <laughs> just, relax, dude. Just a non-interesting, like. That's, that's totally false. That's not true. No. Completely, all he wanted to see was those girls' boobs for peanut butter. We all did. Go fuck yourself. Hashtag, hashtag me too. We, we all did. Sh- he should have been me tooed a long time ago. Jenna and Heidi were the, yeah. those the two? Yeah. They were in Playboy. Like, I remember that. Like, yeah, the next they were. month. 
Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, so, anyway, Rob's sister Nino um, was on the show and uh, came around the podcasting scene maybe five or six years after Rob and Trevor started. Yeah, probably. Because he started, what, 2004? Yeah. Okay. So yep. they come around, as he comes around and he starts podcasting, and because he has all these inroads, is able to land a bunch of other Survivor contestants to do the show with him. And it quickly uh, gathered steam. And now, if you search for Survivor on any podcast, like that's the podcast he is the premier reality show podcaster and early on in his run he would incorporate the uh a bell like rob has right next to him yeah uh rob and trevor used to do this thing called the inappropriate bell when someone would make an inappropriate comment and it was mostly trevor and it was usually about (laughs) clay aiken getting fisted that was generally the thing Oh god do I have that clip I'm sure it's there somewhere <laughs> oh. oh god I can't find it fast enough Oh no Oh, What would I have named that I think Clay Aiken fisting What do you mean <laughs> There's nothing else to name it's it It's not under my C's <laughs> Have uh, you tried fist <laughs> Anyway, uh, one of them would make an inappropriate, sexually suggestive comment, and Rob would ring the inappropriate bell every time they did it. On Rob has a podcast with Sester Nino. He also started incorporating a bell, and it became sort of a running motif on the show, and it became like part of his artwork, and the bell became a huge thing. So I think, and I could be getting the history wrong on this, I went on to a live stream of you guys and just to troll put in the group chat rob Sesternino is stealing your inappropriate belt bit <laughs> all right i think i think I, maybe i'm wrong about this but i recall something to that effect you got pissed off spent a half hour just saying the worst things about rob Sesternino imaginable <laughs> and someone else i don't know who it was then alerted Rob to the fact that you were talking shit about him. Yep. And it became this whole thing. Yep. I'm going to be honest with you. What? If that all went down exactly the way you just described it, it sounds like it's Rob's fault here, not yours. (laughs) Because, what were you, 15? (laughs) Yes. And Rob, on a podcast... I didn't Live. care. I, I hated Rob talking Sesternino shit about another anyway. human being. So you know, I mean, I was part. trolling. I was fifteen and trolling. I yeah, didn't like fifteen, and Rob made a decision knowing he was being recorded. I I didn't like Rob Sesternino anyway. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know Rob Sesternino, but well, I know he is Rob ha- RFF. <laughs> <laughs> I know that he made a decision that he shouldn't have. Oh. Well, Rob had the last laugh, didn't he? Yeah. Here's Trevor almost giving out his phone number. <laughs> they can catch you at seven one. Uh, they can catch me at uh... <laughs> Trevor. How can people get a hold of you? They can catch me at seven one. So wow, what? <laughs> oh man. Oh god, I cannot find the Clay Aiken clip. Do you have any other Trevor stuff? It's been a year since I had any sex, and you guys are all having lots of sex. That's and what I it am is? very sexually frustrated. Okay. <laughs> Great clip. What? <laughs> Aaron Carter couldn't get laid. 
I've heard he's getting laid like crazy now. <laughs> yeah. It was very With, like high school pleasure. secretaries and stuff. Is that right? <laughs> oh no, you just... <laughs> What happened? Off air, off air. <laughs> we got We got to talk about that off air. Oh no. <laughs> Oh shit! Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Aaron Carter. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> the right Aaron Carter. I'll tell you later. Oh no! Oh, that's funny. Oh. Uh, where is the fisting? It's got to be don't somewhere, know. dude. Where are the fisting? We is? gotta find the fisting, guys. <laughs> Here, here's. I, here's one right, label. and a lot of them do, and I'm going to get to the cl- claymates or whatever they call themselves. John Paulus has said that Clay Aiken has a fetish for fisting. Where does he put his fist? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he does what I think he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Trevor. Innocent Trevor. Oh god, dude. God, that that clip Where might, does he put his fist? <laughs> that clip might be 16 years old. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not shitting you. It might be 16 years old. Rob, I think I just found out what a quarter was when that clip came out. <laughs> I couldn't define the word fist at that age. Uh... Never mind fisting. Oh man. I think that's the year my uncle touched me. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite no. part of that clip is how you pronounce fisting. Fisting. It's a fetish for fisting. fisting. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, these that are is the like days. that is such like 2004 news. <laughs> it really is, right? You know what I mean? It feels so outdated now. That was I mean, that was within our first 100 episodes of RFF Radio. Because we celebrated it. Somebody remixed it for the 100th episode. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. Welcome to RFF Reality TV Radio. And now, here is the weekly show. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you remember this? Cringe. John Paulus has said that Clay Aiken <laughs> has a fetish for fisting. <laughs> this clip is two and a half minutes. There's no way he does what I think he does. <laughs> Listen to that beat. This was the worst theme of all time. You didn't just ask that question on the air, did you? Oh my god. You know what I mean? I, I can see how that's anatomically possible. <laughs> It is, though. It really is. You have no idea how red my face is right now. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, my God. Poor Trevor. Not poor Trevor. <laughs> Trevor's doing fine. Uh, Trevor's the best, man. For shizzle. <laughs> for shizzle. Rob. How many podcasts do you think you've done in your life? How many have I recorded? Or sure. I mean, it's well into seven or eight hundred episodes. Well, I That's think we wild. have an exact number, don't we? What what two cents are we on? 
236. And how many RFFs did you do? Like four something? Five something. So there you go. Yeah, 800 yeah. almost. <laughs> it's just labeled Fishizzle Trump. <laughs> Fishizzle. <laughs> No, we got to go through the soundboard here. Play a couple oh, more. Oh my when did God. he say for shizzle? <laughs> oh, apprentice, to, I'm sure. Yeah, it has to be. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Do you still have the old intro? Or the new intro, rather? The newest intro? RFF Radio opening. There is only one podcast that can legitimately call itself the voice of reality TV. Download the show at rffradio.com. We are not sure if they can play nice with each other. So now, from separate studios deep in, in the Husker Nation of Nebraska and in the Big <laughs> Apple, are Rob and Trevor with the Reality TV Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the longest running reality TV podcast on the internet. <laughs> I like how you guys just throw shade at everyone else. <laughs> this was it. This is the show. This was it. Man, I remember that opening. Like, I could have recited that. I can still recite that whole thing. Yep. But by the way, I mean, you were saying if you were just in a better location, you could have done a lot more. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like Trevor should have pulled his weight. This is what he I'm probably hearing. Probably should have. <laughs> oh yeah, Trevor was living in New York City at the time. Yeah. That's a good point. It sounds like he should have pulled a little more weight. <laughs> no. I I will say this I don't about know him Trevor. In I will say this about Trevor. He is legitimately one of the nicest people you will ever meet. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. I believe that. He is incredibly just like a sweet guy. Just like yeah. an incredibly tender, sweet guy. And you hear that clip of the fisting, and it's like, yeah, that's a Trevor thing. That's, that's I Trevor. believe that. I feel like you'd have to be like a really, really sweet guy to be able to balance out Rob properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> the thing was, him and I had really good chemistry for never meeting each other until, you know, six years later. Well, don't we? We've never met each other, and it's nine years later. No, but him and I didn't even do video chats. I mean, it was all audio. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I can't imagine just talking to someone on the phone for like six years. Oh, yeah. That's never seen we, their face. That's, that's all weird. we did. That's all we fucking did. Yeah. You used to do you know what he looks like to this day? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they I met. get Christmas cards from him every year. What was the, what was the first time you saw his face? <laughs> what, what went through your head? When I probably was in New York. But what went through your head? I don't really know. I had just landed in New York. I was exhausted already. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, we have so much shit to do. <laughs> when, was that? Like, when was that trip? That was in 2007 at his wedding. Yeah. Wait, are you, the first time you saw his face was like on, on the way to his wedding? Uh, when he picked me up at the airport. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. That's he, weird. He had to speak before I could recognize who it was. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's that's my Trevor. And then you heard that laugh and you're like, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that was that really was the charm of the show. Um, yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass. Nor knows I would never do that to you. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> never have a reason to. But it was legitimately a great listen every week because Rob was so bitter and cynical about everything. <laughs> and, and, and really, no, just bitchy. I mean, just yeah. straight oh, bitchy. Yeah. 
uh, and Trevor was like the type of guy you would meet in college and you loved hanging out with mm-hmm. and would love splitting beers with. Mm-hmm. Because- now, no, Rob, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Nico say many a time that he loves watching reality shows or movies that feature some of the worst people sure. and just like watching that character study of like people at their worst. <laughs> How does it make you feel that Nico listened to your show for so many years? You know, I guess I hit a nerve somewhere and that makes me happy. I think Rob and Trevor might have been the first show where I saw that it was possible that you could swear on the Internet. Yeah. Too. That was the other thing. It's like I would however old I was. I was maybe uh, shoot 12 and, uh, you know, I was watching Survivor on TV, and then I looked up, I wanted to see Survivor podcasts, and this one had the explicit tag next to it. <laughs> yep. Wonder Ooh. what that meant. Ooh. And, and then here's Rob talking about fisting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this, this is kind of my jam yeah. right here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just been, you know, horrible content ever since. It really and has. I, I always find it so weird, too, that, like, if... Rob didn't do that like we wouldn't be here no not at all crazy turn of events like <laughs> really it really is yeah. I remember when I started the podcast and I'm like oh my god how am I gonna deal with bandwidth because I mean it's 2004 and it's like how do you deal with you know a hundred downloads of an episode I'm like we'll never get a hundred downloads but if we ever got to that point, right? How, where do you put this so that you know people can get to it? That was the crazy thing, and then it it turned into tens of thousands, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, thanks for doing all the legwork. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> I remember the the thing that kicked us off though was Yahoo started their podcast uh, client long before iTunes ever did. And you were number one on there for a while, and right? And Yahoo featured us for weeks. Like, we were the show featured on Yahoo, all of Yahoo podcasts. And that's when it really took off for us. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, they had, hmm. they had uh, sick download numbers. Yeah, we were the premier episodes or show on Yahoo Podcasts. I wonder if there's anyone still listening that was around then. I'm sure there are, right? Almost has to be you. <laughs> well, I mean, I, <laughs> I guess. I have not listened to a single one since then, though. <laughs> yeah. Now, see, what I would be more shocked by is if there are any listeners who listen to, like, like cultured or why is this a thing and who were here? listening way back then. Like if they really traveled the full ride over, you know. Oh yeah, there there are some yeah, for sure. I would yeah. have to say there probably is. Yeah, well, I hear from them a lot. Like like yeah. most of those people we hear from on Twitter were here from the two cents days. And the I mean RFF that's days. no, but I mean, but I mean even from before the two cents days. From well, the yeah, RFF I think all, all of our two cents audience at first was all RFF. Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, tweet me if or email me or whatever. If yeah, you were. Uh, listening within the first year. If you were if, listening to if, RFF radio in 2004, 2005. If you were on my top eight in MySpace. <laughs> yeah. And you're, <laughs> and you're listening to this today. Let me know. You know what's weird? I'm just thinking about this. I probably met Nick around the same time I started listening to you. Yeah. That's really bizarre. So if you had it's like told true. me seventh grade, you and this guy, Nick Evangelista, are going to podcast with the guy from the Survivor podcast. 
on like a weekly basis. Yeah. And we're going to have a group chat together. And I'd be like, what's a group chat? <laughs> <laughs> it's so that insane. was the other thing. Like, it was hard to coordinate with Trevor back then, too, when we first started. Because in 2004, I was still living on the farm. No cell phone service. Zero cell phone service. Right. It was email or a phone call to the landline. Oh, wow. How did and you make it work? I don't even understand. It, it was it was set Wednesday night immediately after Survivor. We are podcasting. Period. It would have been story. Thursday at the time, right? I think it, it could have been Thursday at the time. Yeah. 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 Immediately following Survivor, we get on. We record a show. Done. And it became routine. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you had a lot of guys in the chat too. I remember that the chat oh, yeah. room was always popping. Yeah. Always fun. And uh, the reality TV awards, always a good time. Oh, yeah. The reality TV awards were always a fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God. Did I hate setting that up? Oh, I it was I it was fun. I mean, we it was the event of the year for us. But what a fucking disaster. <laughs> The best is when Julie Chen got wind of it and gave you yes. a tweet. Yep. And like started campaigning. Yep. <laughs> the fucking wife of Les Moonves is just yeah. being yeah. like, vote for me at the RFF Awards. Yeah. <laughs> there's, but you know, there's just so many things like that that I have forgotten about too. I know it happened. I experienced it, but I've forgotten that Julie Chen was, you know, campaigning for votes when. <laughs> It's bizarre. Bizarre. And yet here we are. Here we are. It's unbelievable. Yep. We're talking we need to do our eighties and nineties theme song bracket. <laughs> oh, we do, yes. Um we're gonna talk off air about that. But I, yeah. I have a whole list. I have a very long list. Good. Um Yeah, we, we have to set the boundaries for that too. Yeah. Maybe let's let's do. actually talk about this now. Yeah. Uh, so All right. Let's um, do this on the air. Yeah. Let's workshop it on the air. Yeah, and then people give us feedback if you'd like. Yeah. Um, so are we limiting this to a certain era, number one? Are we limiting this to songs with lyrics in them is number two? And are we limiting it to songs that were written specifically for the show? Uh, I will make the argument that uh, against written specifically for the show... Just because there are some... I don't know. I don't know. Nick, what do you think? My gut is they can't just be written for the show, but... 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 If they were popularized by the show, I think we can make an exception. Okay, this is what I was getting at. So, like, for example, The Sopranos has woke up this morning and bought yourself a gun, right? And that's that was a song recorded beforehand, but it became iconic because of The Sopranos. Right. Uh, CSI. If they, if, they, if they go and take an iconic song though and just slap it on the fucking intro, that doesn't count. So the Who's Who Are You is the theme song for CSI. Yeah, no, that doesn't fucking count. That doesn't. I'm sorry, count. not at all. Okay, so that's then, just the Who's Who Are You, right? At the beginning of CSI. <laughs> yeah, but I so mean, that, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't know though. I mean, I think yeah. you could maybe consider it a theme song, but that song was already a hit before that. And and you make that same argument with two a day, the two a days theme song. It was already a song before the show came along. Yeah, but I'm 
Yes, but I think that this is what Nick's saying, though. It can be a song beforehand. It just had to be made popular by the show. I see. I see. Um, the other one so, is, I mean, is the Wonder Years. I don't, Get I don't by believe with a help from my friends. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe in like strict rulings. You know, I think we need to be gentlemen here, and I think we can uh, make the appropriate exceptions. You know, okay. I think. I think you're right. On I a think case we, by case basis. I think but, we can make it happen. Um, what was this last one you were just saying? Do you I get need by lyrics? with a help from my friends. Do you need? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's the Wonder Years. I mean, that that was hmm. a, a hit Beatles song. And I guess the Joe Cocker... No, but the Joe Cocker version was still a famous song. I, I, I think that wouldn't count. Okay. I think that song's been famous before the show. Okay. I'm um, happy with that because I hate that and I think And I think also, even if it's a cover of a song, it's the song, you know? Okay. Um, so are we limiting it to an era? Do we just want to do 80s and 90s or do we want to do all time? How many do we need? 64 songs or 32? Yes. Six, well, I think they need... Either or. I don't think we need to limit to the 80s and 90s, but I also don't think we should do a show from 2015. Yeah. We, a show needs a, a show Because the show needs enough time to simmer into a classic. So does Game of Thrones count? No. no. <laughs> Too recent. Can't use I Game think of we should follow. I think we should follow movie Hall of Fame rules. Okay. 10 years. I like that. 2010 like and earlier. Okay. Um, and then uh, are we including songs with lyrics or without lyrics, vice versa? Does The Simpsons count? All right. So here's another. Here's another to me. If. <sighs> to me, The Simpsons is a jingle. It's not a song. I mean, jingles can have lyrics, too, is the problem. Yeah, that's true. I think that if the song is very iconic. Like, Mission Impossible lyrics, has to be on the bracket. Like, there's no way right. that we can. Yeah, it has to be there. It's right. got to be. I, I think it does. I, I agree. I, I don't think lyrics are going to be the end all be all. But I, I think mean, Rob's argument is that the full house theme or the different strokes theme is something completely different than the Hawaii Five-O theme. Yes. Right, and so you're judging two different gonna things. Here's going to be my ruling. All right. You don't have to take this at faith, but this is what I think is the right solution. Okay. Lyrics are not necessary to be entered into the brackets, but when we are weighing them against each other, the ones without lyrics are going to be at disadvantage. Yep. We need to put them in their own conference oh yeah how about we yeah how about like the east is songs with lyrics and the west <laughs> is songs without lyrics that's interesting that's actually a pretty good solution. and then you have the top two me at the end yeah that's actually pretty good now that automatically means we're gonna have a lyric song and a non-lyric song pit fighting each other at the yeah. end right yeah yeah unless we don't have enough in which case we might put them into like quadrants or something yeah north yeah. south east and west right whatever we end up doing that's good. I like that. At least that way, we're 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 putting the best of the best against each other, and it's a little yeah. more fair. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, like that. I rule. think that's a little more fair. Okay. Uh, and finally, are we eliminating genres? Do game shows count? Do reality shows count? Do cartoons count? Do dramas count? Do comedies count? Or is it all the above? I think it's all of the above. 
so we can I, enter survival have, into the bracket. If you have an iconic theme song, you have an iconic theme song. The Jeopardy theme counts. It, it's opening theme. Yeah. Sure. Does Jeopardy have an opening theme other than this is Jeopardy? Dun, 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 <laughs> that's the that's dun, dun. the think music. No, though. that's the opening too. No, absolutely, it is. Absolutely. Uh, no, I I actually because I was researching this, I have some that are on the bubble. So you have Jeopardy. Sponsored. Sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. Going beyond. I want to hear this. Okay. Oh, good God. This, whoever uploaded this video. Oh, this is the theme. Okay. This is it. This is Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Here are today's contestants. Yeah, that's not a fucking theme song. It is. <laughs> it's literally a theme song. This is Jeopardy. So I, I had that one on the bubble. I think that one, for example, would be an example of one that doesn't have lyrics, though. We can't count the words. This is Jeopardy as the lyrics. <laughs> I just want to be clear on that. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That is a lyricless tune. So I had that. Uh, I had um, I had Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Is a beautiful day in the neighborhood a theme song? I would consider it a theme song. Yeah, I suppose. I, I think that we do have to make the exception. Maybe this is obvious. Maybe it's not. It has to be a show that was on TV and had seasons. Those okay. are my stipulations. Okay. No movies. No single season oh, no, shows. Oh yeah, of course. No, 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 no. No game shows that oh, aren't split season in seasons. Maybe counts though. Singles, no. I, mean, I don't think there will be any because we won't have any. Yeah. This is not. This is. This loses in the first round. <laughs> so Monday Night Football doesn't count then. Why would it? It's a TV show. I don't think it's a TV show. It's a, it's a weekly broadcast that's the same name. Ba, ba, sports, ba, ba. sports is on the same level as news. You know, it's not. Well, there, there you go. So like sixty minutes, but that doesn't we're not have doing. One, but. That's not news. Exactly. It's a news magazine. 60 Minutes isn't news in the same way. Yeah, this is a, oh, this is a gray area. See, this is, this is what tough. I wanted to iron out. I don't this like this. Tough. I don't like this grayness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, and also cartoons, right, are, are in. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there's a bunch of them. That, it's, you know what? Okay. All right, so we have lyricless is the north. Mm-hmm. We have cartoons is the east. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. I think we need to split this up because yep. I, I don't I know exactly right. how we're going to split it yet. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we do. But if drama, we're going to do cartoons, yeah. we have to pit cartoons against cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Maybe we do. It's sit- not fair. Maybe we do sitcoms, uh, like eighties, nineties sitcoms, cartoons. Um, I guess most dramas are going to have no lyrics anyway. So maybe maybe we go instrumental and we go various like game shows and and reality yeah. shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Variety yeah. maybe. Call it the variety. Variety. Category. The the cornucopia. Yeah. <laughs> the so, plethora. That feels a little more fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. You no, know, cuz I don't want to be comparing apples and oranges here. I don't want to put the Simpsons against Full House. That's just weird. 
Right. I don't, how do you judge that? Yeah, and Full then and then I, I like that. So then, <laughs> may, and then you have sixteen in each section or eight or whatever we end up doing. I think we can come up with sixteen in each sec- in each section. Yeah, I think so too. There, we have it. All right, I'm glad we did this. Set it up. All right, who's doing all the work? Uh, Nico is because he doesn't have a job. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I accept that. Uh, uh, that's no, coming in I've... March. That's a month from now, so we have plenty of time. But yes. oh, good god! Oh my god! It's almost February. I know. Is tomorrow going to be February? No, Saturday. Oh yeah. Well, does that do it for us after an hour and a half? That does it for us. I think so. I'm about at it. <laughs> <laughs> How can people get a hold of us? Website, tmt.media. Go I like there. It. I love how you answer that like a fucking test question. <laughs> <laughs> Circle, yes or hell yes. <laughs> no, enth- <laughs> no enthusiasm from that voice. <laughs> uh, just filling out Twitter. the schedule. Twitter.com slash RobRFF for me. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxed at, at Tacky Slacks. Uh, for real, I want to hear from you. Letterboxd is the shit. Follow me on that, too. I'm on there. I forget what my <laughs> right. username is. but I'm going to start one of the... No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. I enjoy it. Uh, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody, and we will catch you back here soon.